Welcome to the Poem of the Week. Each week, our poems are intended to help you practice the best, most current medicine by alerting you to studies that could change your practice. As usual, our host this week is National Public Radio's Dr. Michael Wilkes and Essential Evidence Senior Editor Dr. Mark Abel. Gentlemen. Hello, Mark. Hi, Mike. You've got a great poem this week. It brings me back many years ago to you and I joking on the stage somewhere about wouldn't it be great if we could come up with a pill that you could take one of and it would deal with depression and diabetes risks and coronary artery disease and and cholesterol. And anyways, uh, this uh, poem that you've chosen is a piece of that. It's this poly pill. We know that cardiovascular disease um, includes sort of stroke and heart failure and peripheral artery disease. They are leading causes of morbidity and mortality. We would love to be able to take steps to prevent all of them. Some of these steps involve risk factor reduction through lifestyle changes and others involve the taking of drugs, often multiple drugs. The things that are most amenable to lifestyle uh, changes or treatment include smoking and and, uh, weight loss and physical activity and uh, perhaps dyslipidemia and maybe hypertension and and maybe uh, risk factors for diabetes. But now there's talk of this universal poly pill that can be given to people at risk and include combinations of medicines such as statins and antihypertensive medicines and, and even aspirin. The thinking is that if you can give one pill that does several of these things, it may reduce non-adherence and it, it also might reduce cost, although that is uh, to be seen. Anyways, you, you found a poem. It comes from the New England Journal. It was published in 2022. It starts on page 967. It attempts to answer this clinical question. Does simply giving a polypill containing aspirin, an angiotensin-converting enzyme inhibitor, and a statin improve outcomes more than physician-directed care as secondary prevention in patients who had a recent uh, acute myocardial infarction. So comparing two groups, a physician-directed and a polypill, Mark, what did they find? Yeah, there have been a lot of studies of polypills, and this is probably the largest, best study to date. And it comes from Europe. They've identified 2,500 patients who had a history of MI in the past six months or were older than 75 or were over 65 with at least one major cardiovascular risk factor. They were randomized into two groups. First group got a polypill, which as you said, contains aspirin, 100 milligrams, ramipril, an ACE inhibitor, and they got either 2.5, 5, or 10 milligrams. They titrated up until the blood pressure was controlled, and atorvastatin, 40 milligrams. The atorvastatin dose could be reduced to 20 milligrams if they wanted, target dose for the ramipil was 10 milligrams. Second group just got usual care based on standard European guidelines. It was an older group, 75 years average, 69% were men, and in Europe, uh, 98% were white. Groups were balanced at baseline, and the outcomes were evaluated by a group of uh, independent researchers who were masked to the treatment group. Uh, So it was a good, well-done study. They followed folks for a median of three years, in the polypill group, 92% got the high-dose statin, uh, atorvastatin. In the usual care group, fewer, about 80%, got what was defined as a high-intensity statin. Aspirin use was similar between groups. Blood pressure control was similar between groups. So their main outcome was cardiovascular death, non-fatal stroke, non-fatal MI, or urgent revascularization. That was significantly less likely in the polypill group, 95 
versus 12.7%. So the NNT there is about 30 over three years to prevent one of those events. All of the, if you look at the individual components of that composite, they all also decrease similarly, uh, not always statistically significant, but cardiovascular death was significantly lower, NNT of about 53. Um, you have to die something though, and there was a trend toward more non-cardiovascular death. So we gave people the opportunity to die of something else by reducing their cardiovascular risk. There was no difference in all-cause mortality. Uh, bottom line, polypill with aspirin, a high-intensity statin, and an ACE resulted in fewer cardiovascular events and cardiovascular deaths in, patient, in a fairly high-risk group of older patients. And so, you know, this is something we've been talking about for a long time. Why, why don't we, why can't I write a prescription that just says polypill? Mike, what do you think? Well, uh, you, you could write that. It just wouldn't get filled. You know, I, I think that a lot of these uh, drugs are manufactured by different companies and, uh, you know, many of them are still on patent, right? If, if uh, a particular drug company happened to hold the patent for the three drugs that you're talking about, uh, they could do that. Or if you chose three drugs, certainly aspirin isn't on patent. Things that were off patent, you could do it. I imagine that it won't be long before somebody, uh, you know, some uh, generic drug manufacturer comes out with a polypill. Yeah, I mean, there are already some combinations of, for example, a statin and a blood pressure medicine. You know, we've talked before, aspirin for primary prevention may not be that important. This was a secondary prevention group. Right, right. And so, you know, I think there may be different kinds of polypills. Certainly atorvastatin, ramipril, or lisinopril, aspirin are all generic. And so you could imagine somebody doing this. I think one of the one of the authors speculate there weren't a lot of differences if you looked at the LDL or the blood pressure between groups. But what they speculate is that the adherence was probably much better to just taking a pill a day rather than having and filling and refilling three different prescriptions per day. And so they think that's part of the benefit is not so much how much of the drugs they were taking. They did get a little more high intensity statin, but that they were taking them and that it was easier to take them and probably mm -hmm. in the long run would be cheaper yeah. too. No, I think it's brilliant. Adherence is key. And as I mentioned in the intro, you know, if you can keep the cost down, so it's less for one pill than it is for, you know, one plus two plus three. So you're, you're paying for three separate prescriptions. That also would be a big uh, difference, particularly for our older patients who are on uh, uh, Medicare. Yeah. And, you know, you've got co-pays and if you have a $10, $20 copay for uh, medications for the atorvastatin and for the lisinopril, that's going to save some money by combining them. So, yeah, I think it's an interesting idea. And uh, there's certainly increasing evidence and, and a number of trials now. And they typically have shown in primary prevention, the polypill has an NNT of well under 100. So, you know, that's a pretty significant benefit. I, I like it. We'll talk in a week. Thanks, Mark. So, okay. Well, that's this week's poem. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to read this and other recent poems, please go to www.essentialevidence.com. And please join us again next week for another medical poem. 